Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Fun with Flame. I am your host, Daniel the Flame. And before I get into what the topic of this um, episode is about, I really would like to talk about these things that I had written down for a very long time, but I just have not gotten to. Have not, I have not gotten to um, to talk about. Uh, they were going to be individual topics for uh, episodes, but honestly, like they're just... It, it wasn't nothing to talk about, but I had it written down. I got a cluster fuck going on on my desk, so I was like, I just need to get rid of them real quick before I get into the meat and potatoes of um, this episode's uh, meat, meat and potatoes. Yeah, but uh, first, the um, anyone who basically got duped into using Google Stadia, hey, my heart goes out to you. You're a fucking idiot. Google Stadia was always a bad idea. It was incredibly stupid, and it wasn't not too long ago when it just got... They just, you went to YouTube and you saw a video, the ad basically was always a Google Stadia ad, and they just blatantly told you the shit is free. And that's how you know you got something bad. I mean, you're paying for a digital download service that then charged you full price for games that only cost like $25. And, and like they were charging like $69.99 for games. That is fucking hysterical. And then all of the graphic problems and stuff like that. You, was just a shit show, and honestly, was just hilarious. Um, next, the dude who's playing Batman that was a part of Twilight, um, whatever the fuck his name is, I don't care. The The idea um, of everyone getting on him because he decided not to work out to play Batman, first of all, did you see um, Michael Keaton when he played Batman? The dude was not in the most tip-top of physical shape as what Batman should be portrayed as. But at the same time, hey, Michael Keaton get a pass on anything and everything because Michael Keaton is amazing. But honestly, I felt like the dude did that <laughs> and he was scrutinized for it as he should have been because honestly, he should just shut the fuck up. That was a shut the fuck up moment if there ever was one. He did not need to tell anybody what his regiment was in order to prepare for the Batman role. No one cared. It didn't matter. When you play Batman, then you play Batman. Even Christian Bale wasn't in the greatest shape when I showed him. Now, um, uh, what is his name? Uh, I was about to say Alec Baldwin. <laughs> but, um, the last person to play, um, Batman, uh, Jesus Christ, Ben Affleck. There we go. Uh, Ben Affleck did the damn thing. And honestly, playing an older Batman, I wish they wouldn't have did that to him. But playing an older Batman and then, like, realistically, Ben Affleck picked... He fits all of the physical features that Bruce Wayne needs to have, especially if you was to get someone who's supposed to become Batman. Like, just, you could see Ben Affleck, and I, I could tell you that that dude is a billionaire playboy who's, like, over six feet and is muscular, and you'd be like, yeah, I can see it. And, and it, that shit was golden. But the, the dude who's playing Batman for the new up-and-coming Batman movie, that was just a summer where he just should have shut the fuck up, and he did not need to tell anybody anything. Uh, next, the movie theater boycott. Now, recently, me and my good friends, um, over at These Guys Studios, um, or, is it, yeah, These Guys Studios, or These Guys Productions, yeah, my bad, uh, over at These Guys Productions podcast, you know, check that out if you want to listen to that, um, because we're, we're kind of goofy, uh, we recently talked about that in, um, one of those many, many podcasties that we did, um, that, uh, where we talked about essentially 
what is going on now with the whole, uh, you know, with the theaters and uh, everything that's going on. So I, I feel like a lot of what I wanted to say about this topic was discussed in that podcast. So that's why I'm not saying anything during this podcast about it. Because, uh, honestly, for movie theaters to try and boycott the idea or the concept of other um, studios having their movies being put in theaters right now during the highlight of this crisis of the pandemic and at the same time um, during, during the era in which streaming services are just killing it. You really 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 didn't want to fuck up like that you know like to do something like that just seems so stupid just just incredibly stupid like we're gonna you're gonna tell universal like amc told universal like we are no longer gonna play your movies because you went around us and you got money and you son of a bitch and it's like you're so stupid that is just, that is incredibly stupid. That is just, that is beyond dumb. But they did it. And now, now what are they going to do? Like, like what exactly are they um, going to do? I, I, I don't know. Like, the, the future for them is whatever. But, um, yeah, just, it was incredibly stupid for that piece of thing to happen. But, yes, I did go in more detail. And this is shameless plugs being thrown around, but yes, I, uh, I I talked about this with my friends over at, um, these guys, um, productions, and, um, check out that podcast, and you hear more about it, um, we get into, like, the movie theaters and whatnot, okay, so, sorry about that six minute long rant, uh, but now for the meat and potatoes, uh, what I truly wanted to talk about was basically this new knowledge that got released, um, that uh, if you didn't know, was basically a pack of lies and rumors because it's all kind of bullshittery if you ask me. Uh, that George Lucas was returning to do Star Wars. Now, this rumor is so fucking dumb, it's unbelievable. Um, and I say this because of the um, because of the aspect that George Lucas doesn't care about Star Wars. I don't know why people haven't gotten that yet. Their fandom is so ridiculous. <laughs> and it's like, they're hardcore fans. I will grant them that. They are hardcore fans. But their fandom is so toxic in how they misconstrue and do things that it's just, it's kind of unbelievable. Um, to the point where, uh, essentially, there's no changing any of the characters Um in terms of like actors wise. So if they ever was to show Luke Skywalker on the big screen and it not be Mark Hamill, oh someone losing their fucking mind. Like that's just that's gonna happen. Alright? So that's how that's how that's what I mean by the toxic part of their fandom. And it's like, yeah, they're very passionate about it. Granted, and it's like I know Mark Hamill's a G. Like, yeah, I love Mark Hamill. Like, you can't go wrong with that. But at the same time, because of the fact that they can't really allow for change when it comes to any of their shit, you really have a problem on your hands. Um, as far as uh, 
anything goes for creativity changing, actors reprising roles or doing anything different. It is doesn't just it's just how they are. It's just how they are. So um so now you reach an impasse where basically the rumor is that George Lucas is going to be returning, um, helping out Disney do the Star Wars films from now on. They're going to get rid of uh, that Kathleen Kennedy chick. And now, uh, you know, like, it, it, it'll, it'll be fixed. It'll all be fixed. Everything will, the world will be amazing because everybody will just, they'll, they'll love it. My God, they'll love it. <laughs> so, so I, I just, I knew that was incredibly stupid and incredibly dumb to even try to believe that. One, uh, here's the thing. George Lucas is like 70 now. He got $4 billion off of selling his baby to Disney. Now, realistically, all right, if the dude cared as much as he really did care about this industry, the characters and whatnot, he wouldn't have fucked up the way he did when he did the prequels. And he did those, and he's the fucking creator. And we all remember how much the Star Wars fandom hated the prequels in correlation to the original trilogy. And and then now when Disney did what they did, it was like, oh my God. But it was like Disney fucked up so bad that anything that's done after, you know, the, um, the Rise of Skywalker movie will be considered a win. And I, I guarantee that, which is exactly what the Mandalorian was. Because of the fact that it just had some type of symbolism of original Star Wars, and it was remotely just okay. That just made it amazing. Uh, granted, Baby Yoda stuff, funny as shit. Um, but it's just, it's so much stuff on the Mandalorian that's just fucking dumb. I enjoyed watching it. I really enjoyed watching The Mandalorian. But and then I hate Star Wars. Like I mean, I I do not like Star Wars. But I enjoyed watching The Mandalorian. But at the same time, I knew Mandalorian for what it was. I was like, this is some cliche dumb shit that basically was contrived of the whole um, wolf and cub storyline. That they that essentially that's what it kind of just was reminiscent of to me was just um, the Wolf and Cub um, old stories, and then it just, it itself just played out, like every episode played out like some bad Western, um, or like an old Western story, that probably was done better in like a full-blown movie, but um, the episode I hated the most, I was actually looking forward to the most, because it had Bill Burr in it, and I'm a huge Bill Burr fan, and it had Bill Burr in it, and it was just this cliche mess of ridiculousness, couldn't stand it, I'm getting off topic. Welcome to Fun with Flame. I go on tangents. But the concept of George Lucas coming back to doing Star Wars is in its own right ridiculous. One, uh, like I said, he doesn't really care about the series as people might want him to or they think he does. It's his baby, but he sold his baby and he did nothing with his baby for some a long fucking time. All right, <laughs> for years he did absolutely nothing with this major franchise. A lot of shit and lore that's been added on to um, Star Wars, he really didn't have like a connection to. Um, 
I'm not, and then I don't know if the extended universe was anything that he had to do with. Um, again, not a fan, so I don't really know about all this information. But if it was, you know, why not cash in on that stuff a long time ago? Make movies based off of the extended universe. Why not do that when you had the chance? Why not make that something in the clause when you were selling it to Disney if you wanted to make sure that they did things correctly? You know, if you know if you so cared about this franchise it was like or was you trying to cash the fucking check and he was trying to cash the fucking check like i mean he the, the dude made star wars he already got so much goddamn money off of the toys it's ridiculous so it was like did he really need <laughs> to you know do all that and it's like no he wanted to so that already is a bruh. now everyone's sitting here going uh well they're also talking about jj abrams basically being the flagship runner behind Star Wars now, which, you know, it's like, it's him doing it, and I guess they possibly might get rid of the Kathleen Kennedy chick, and for some reason people think that this might be a good idea, but I guess, like, the the rumor is that Kathleen Kennedy will be replaced with George Lucas, so it won't be Lucas directing the movies, but he'll be the guy behind it telling them exactly what needs to be done, how it should be done, like, yo, implement this, implement that, implement this. Because another rumor is that they're basically going to try to restart the series again because these other movies fucked up so bad. And honestly, if they do that, they will make far more money. Like, just realistically, they will make a hell of a lot more money if they redo the series, um, these new movies, if they redo these new movies with the added bonus of them just being slightly better than the shit they did with the Ray Chick and all of that stuff. I swear to you that that is a thing. That that will be a thing because that's how Star Wars fandom is. It doesn't matter what bone you throw them. If you throw them a fucking bone, they will jump all over it. It's just, that's just how it is. Because, I mean, you're going to go after a bone if you ain't been fed shit in over some, some years. You know, <laughs> like I'm, I'm eating dirt and you throw me a bone. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna need some I'm gonna need some of that little chicken flavor. <laughs> I need some of that chicken flavor on that bone, just just for now to help me. I'm not full, but at least I got a bone. <laughs> and that's what Star Wars fans are. That that's, that's what they're basically going through right now. So this rumor is a bone being thrown to them, and it's just giving them some type of hope. Now, that's not to say that this could make something happen with George Lucas. Because of the fact that, you know, rumors do have power. And fandom outcry does, it does something. You know, I mean, look how much people were screaming out about the fact that Disney basically started grabbing Sony by the ankles when uh, <laughs> they took, they was threatening to kick Spider-Man out the MCU. You know, and it was like, so, and it was like the fandom outcry because the MCU fandom is such a, toxic field of blah and honestly they're they're about to become what star wars is now they just don't see it yet but it's like if you take a step back you can see like yeah the way that they're approaching the mcu now with the lack of creativity and the lack of characters and basically all of the um hard-hitting stuff kind of gone and them not really knowing what direction to take the mcu in yeah the, it's the shit's gonna flop hard really hard <laughs> but Trust me, you know, they'll be blockbusters, but you'll, you'll see. But realistically, it's like, you know, 
that shit happened, and then the fan outcry was like, Sony, just, just like, quit being a dick and buckle down and do a new deal. And literally, a company had to make a terrible business decision because the fandom <laughs> was screaming out at them so harshly over over a horrible business decision that was out of practice and realistically terrible. And Disney did that because they knew they could get away with it, and Sony had to buckle down, bite their lip, and um, make the new deal in order to keep the Spider-Man in the MCU. Problem is, and then hopefully Sony could get their shit together, understand and see that the Disney MCU stuff is not going to be making as much money as they used to. And so unless they added in like the taglines that are deal with comic book stuff, and you'll see. Most likely the next big thing is going to be X-Men um, versus Avengers. I promise you. Most likely. Um, but... So, like, it just, like, fan outcry, I would say, yeah. Like, if they scream at it enough, there's a possibility of George Lucas being like, hey, Disney, let's work together. Let's collaborate. But at the same time, they gave this motherfucker $4 million, all right? I mean, $4 billion. $4 billion is a lot, especially if they gave it to him with the added incentive of, we don't want anything that you have to offer this franchise when we get it. Because <laughs> that's essentially what they gave him the $4 billion for. Is that we give you this $4 billion and every time we do anything with Star Wars, you nod your head up and down and that's it. That's all you gotta do. Everything that we create won't fall on your shoulders but at the same time, you just gotta let this goddamn shit burn. <laughs> you gotta watch your baby die and get mutilated and you just need to smile and nod your head up and down <laughs> that sounds horrible but he he agreed to it <laughs> so what exactly what exactly do you nerds think is going to happen it's not this is this is a terrible rumor because it does nothing it really does nothing for the state of star wars star wars is basically being it is a dead it's not a dead horse. It's not a dead horse because basically the horse is coughing. <laughs> like it's on the ground and the legs are broken. But it's just. <laughs> and Disney coming in there with that stick and they just beating the shit out of this horse. <laughs> so. Because they wanted to keep running. <laughs> so. It's. It's terrible the state in which this is happening because basically. I feel like this is a precursor for anything else that's under the Disney umbrella um, that will be basically milked bone dry before it's just inevitably just, you know, no longer anything worth caring about. Um, so much stuff is kept going in the Star Wars mythos simply by fan outcry alone. There's just so many motherfuckers who love Star Wars and it's so it's so indicative and imbued in pop culture that you really can't run away from that. So it's all I'm about to say necessary. And it's not it's not necessary, but it's just it's so concretely put into so much shit. Um, especially if you're someone like me who watches movies, who looks at TV, cartoons and things like that. You know, and it's like Star Wars is important. To a lot of people who make shit. Because they sit there and go. I grew up with Star Wars. You need Star Wars. You need Star Wars. Lightsabers. I want a lightsaber. And then they made 
the new Star Wars, the new trilogy, and all of that was a fan wish fulfillment. And um, I saw that when someone was, like, I saw something, someone was breaking down, like, the first movie, and they basically was, like, bringing up, like, uh, not the first movie, but the the one where Luke dies, um, whatever that one's called. And, like, basically, they broke down the fact that Rey is essentially fan wish fulfillment. Um, She's, like, you know, she is a Mary Sue, but the fact that everything she does is something that if a fan implemented their mindset of if there was in that world, they did everything. Rey did everything that they would want to do. They save Luke. They come at the very last second, and the resistance is like, oh, my God, is it, it's the amazing one, you know? <laughs> so, like, and it was like, I was like, oh, man, that is a, that's a very good point. That's exactly what she does, you know? Like, yeah, I can see that she being wish fulfillment, yeah. Because um, that, that's essentially what a Mary Sue is, and that's really what Mary Sue was created for when that um, the chick did it for the Star Trek fan fiction. So, it's, it's odd, that this is a rumor that basically was given way, and because of the fact that it could lead to something, you know, but basically what it is is that this is now a, it's a, it's, it's Disney's own strategy, but it's going to be used against them, because now the fans will outcry to Disney to go and contact George Lucas and allow him some type of creative control towards anything that they do in Star Wars. And then it'll fall onto George Lucas to sit there and either go yay or nay. And if that is the case, then, again, because it's Disney's strategy being used against them, the fan outcry will not go towards George Lucas as to not wanting to do it. It'll go, it'll just go even harder towards Disney. And for the fans to cry at them, you should have contacted them earlier. <laughs> you should have did it earlier. Then we wouldn't have this bullshit. Now he doesn't want to work with you guys. You're ruining Star Wars. We hate you. And and they're losing way too much money as it is. So it's understandable that this is something that should happen for the Star Wars um, franchise. Yes, by all means, George Lucas should become a part of the community he really should get into the movies and realistically with him under you know under the over uh, under the helm it would be a lot easier to sit there and have stuff come out and then people will be a lot more accepting to it let's not forget as much as everyone hates the prequels if they're huge star wars fans as much as they hate the prequels the prequels made so much money. My God, they made so much fucking money. Oh, they made so much money. Oh, child. The, the prequels made money. Like, I remember going to the theaters to see the prequels. And I didn't, and again, I was a kid, didn't even fucking like Star Wars. Didn't know what it was, didn't care. But it was like, it's the prequels. So, it's like, what, what did I have to lose? <laughs> and I remember seeing episode one in theaters. I had a teacher who played it in a classroom. And then I saw it again on television, and I was like, yo, this movie is stupid, but that damn fight scene at the end, <laughs> with, that, with that John Williams soundtrack, my lord, like, I, w- I, I really hope in the future I can afford the money to buy that song and use it during a fight scene. I just, just want it for a fight scene. I don't want the whole Star Wars song. <laughs> soundtrack i just want that one song for a fight scene people do it on youtube all the time just let me do it for a blockbuster movie i'll give you a cut you know i'll give you something for it please 
that, and it's like, yeah, that's, and I would, I'll say that up and down to people, I was like, hey, Phantom Menace was bad, but all of Star Wars is bad, but I mean, compared to Phantom Menace to some of the lightsaber fights in all of the other movies, you can go fuck yourself, you know, <laughs> it's like the, the, the prequels, they, they were, they were movies, you know, that existed, but like when it came to the force powers and the, and the fighting and the choreography that came down with it, like, hey, they, they was popping, you know, it's like, gotta give it to them on that, but again, don't like Star Wars, so already a biasy when looking at it, but I still appreciated certain parts of it, and that was one of them, and, you know, from the actual creator who, when had money to now do what he wanted with his vision to implement that he had some badass lightsaber duels why why wouldn't you want someone who you know loved the craft like that to actually implement something that people have been fantasizing to see for years actually be put into the movies and then you get when disney got a hold of it and we just had these slow lame ass <laughs> like fight scenes that just went nowhere, were ridiculous, had made no sense, terrible choreography, because they had people do choreography that didn't know, obviously, they were like, like directors who had no idea what fight choreography, like, was, or needed to be done, I'm pretty sure they just hired somebody who was like, no, I can, I can do good stunt work, you know, because <laughs> those, those movies, fight scenes are just terrible, all of them are terrible, I, I, I know, I know people who think like they were good, and it's like, nah, the, those those things are, are shit. They just they're just bad. They're just really bad. But I digress. So it's it's weird that this is something that popped up because again, like I said, this is this is basically Disney's own tactic being used against them. It should have been done sooner. I really realistically, this should have been something that was implemented when they did the first goddamn Star Wars movie, and it was like, oh yeah, this is terrible, we want to, but fans were just hungry for something, and you know, whatever, they were hungry for something, and so as long as they kept telling them, no, we're going to keep making more movies, they probably thought, well, eventually it's going to get better, and you know, South Park did it best, it meant the member berries, you know, member Star Wars, and that's all that was driving those fucking movies, and that's all that needed to drive those fucking movies. Sad truth, but a truth nonetheless. So, it's it's ridiculous, you know, that this is this is the inevitability of um, what's happening to this franchise. Because again, it does not bode well for the MCU. But at the same time, the MCU has already turned into a crock of shit. And what I don't want is for the MCU's crock of shittery to affect the longevity of superhero movies in general. Because I honestly do believe that Sony could make another amazing Spider-Man movie on their own. In like, that's not connected to the MCU, nor is it as lame as the um, Spider-Man movies that have been coming out previously. Um, that are more so just teen dramas with an Iron Man sidekick thrown in. But I would rather them do their own Spider-Man movie that's separate, you know, much like how DC is handling a lot of their characters, um, which is ingenious. But something that's separate outside of this realm of a universe being all collective and going against the, 
realistically the mythos of this combination of comic book fans and movie fans where they need this movie universe thing to only be this one linear platform. Um, Because essentially it's like the Fast and the Furious franchise, you know, and it's like there's overarching themes and stuff like that, but it's just all one big universe, you know, so there's never a separate entity that goes outside the norm, you know, there'll, there'll never be another racing movie that will reach that height, or will be as impactful as the Fast and the Furious franchise, but, you know, like, they made the Need for Speed movie, and I actually enjoyed the Need for Speed movie, but it did bad, but for it to not be Fast and the Furious was a breath of fresh air to me, you know, <laughs> I, was like, I don't always want to see Vin Diesel, Damn it, I don't always want to see Vin Diesel behind the wheel of a car in order for me to think, like, you know, cars are cool. So, it it was like, that. Like that's, that's essentially what the MCU is doing. And luckily, DC is kind of breaking out of that formula because realistically, there's no point in being stagnant like that. You There's no competition in that. You just make shitty movie after shitty movie, and there you go. But DC, you know, up in the ante... And, like, you know, they're, they're tackling into characters, the, the depth and complexity of these beautiful characters that they've had for years, and just expanding on them and whatnot. I'm basically, you know, just jerking off the Joker right now, but <laughs> that movie was so damn good, and it wasn't connected to the DCEU, um, the DCCU, and uh, so it, it just... It's something to actually, it, it just, it, it, it gives some sense of stability to what you have. And for the Star Wars franchise, it's like, again, don't like it, but it's incredibly popular. And as long as they keep making shit about it, I will look into it. I watch The Mandalorian, you know, like I know it was going to be a thing. At the same time, I also watched The Witcher. <clears throat> um, and yes, if you must know, as soon as I mentioned that, the song did come into my head. But hey, her sweet kiss will always be over Toss a Coin, in my opinion. In my opinion, her sweet kiss is better than Toss a Coin. Toss a Coin is catchy as shit, and I have it on my phone as well. But her sweet kiss is a hell of a lot better. Um... So, like that's just that's just a, a dope song, um, but it it's it's just weird because this there's like I it's like again I don't like Star Wars, but this information is something that's a big deal, you know the fact that it's a big deal, period, rather than just being something like you know this only affects Star Wars fans or whatnot. And it's like no, this is actually a big deal. Because it affects so much that you just don't understand. Like the star, when Disney bought Star Wars, that affected so goddamn much. It was disgusting. Immediately, one of the things that I feared the most was my favorite gaming franchise getting influenced by that, which is uh, Kingdom Hearts. And I was like, I swear to God, if they implement Star Wars shit in Kingdom Hearts, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Much to my dismay. They implemented all of their 3D Disney shit and um, goddamn Pirates of the Caribbean again. And there's nothing I could do about it. But that's 
that doesn't mean that eventually they will implement some Star Wars bullshit. Because you could definitely see that coming. It's That's going to happen, and it's going to be sad. But, uh, <laughs> don't want it to. I really don't. And I know they're going to do that. They're going to give you a keyblade that's a lightsaber. Oh, you're going to get like a force push ability. It's going to be fucking terrible. God damn it. You're going to be like, are you a Jedi? <laughs> so we're going to be like, oh, I'm a, uh, these Jedis, that sounds cool. It's going to be dumb. Ugh. God, it's going to be terrible. That's going to be just fucking terrible. But, you know, it, it is what it is. This is this is a lot that I talked about. I talked about for a very long time over something that honestly I could give two shits about. But it it, it affects it affects so much. <laughs> it's ridiculous in terms of everything else that's going on. Ugh. Horrible. Oh, but before I go, um something else to, that I wanted to speak on that give away well no, no. I'll save that for another time. Another time you will be Witness to my glory. Another time. Another time. Well, before I go, you know, I decided to implement something that uh, I feel like is necessary. It's Nessa. <laughs> it's very Nessa. <laughs> it's not Nessa, but I think it's Nessa. Um, is that I want to um, start freaking giving out recommendations for manga. To read, um, since I read so many of them, and no one knows what the hell I be talking about, or where I'm be coming from, and exactly my quality of something that I think is good or I enjoy. Um, so, at the end of my podcast from now on, um, not every single one, but I will um, implement a new manga to recommend for people to read. Most of the time, they will be ones that are quite lengthy. In chapters, so if you ever feel the urge to look them up, um, this will be, you know, it, it, it'll be something worth your while. It's something that I essentially think is good and is worth an actual read, so bear with me on that. And then by all means, contact me at heytheflame at gmail.com if, shameless plug, I know, but if, you know, you agree, disagree, don't like it, think there's something else that I could read that's similar or something else that I might enjoy, you know, because I'll definitely do that, and you're like, you tell me something that you think is good, and I read it, and I think it's a piece of shit, you can definitely expect a video on it, because I already did that before, also, uh, shout out to my friend AP, um, real quick AP, sidebar, how are you, are you okay, you doing okay, are you drawing, you drawing, you should go to sleep, You've been drawn for too long. Get some sleep. Get some sleep, AP. I know you're sleeping. Are you getting sleepy? Listening to me? You sleep yet? Shh. Nighty-night. But my <laughs> anime recommendation will be, um, uh, this time my anime, re um, anime, I said anime, wrong thing, but this time my manga recommendation is Magic Emperor or um, or Devil Housekeeper. Um, different, you know, if you want to look it up, most of the time the name that you will see will be Magic Emperor, um, but the alternative name is De Devil's Housekeeper. This is a 
um, Mahua webcomic. So it is a Chinese webcomic. Um, it is definitely um, in the genre of the uh, wuxia. So, you know, you got your magic abilities and fightings and stuff like that. Reaches action, adventure, fantasy, martial arts, supernatural. Hits all those things. It is something worth looking at. Um, incredibly, incredibly enjoyable for me. Especially since it goes out of the realm of the main character being put into into the right. And more so being a an evil douchebag. <laughs> who um, does things that other people interpret as right. But he's just selfish. He's just a selfish douchebag. <laughs> and I love it. Um, I, I love it to pieces. It, I actually... I actually always enjoy reading it when it um, when I first stumbled upon it. I like took um, a full day to just catch up to it, and now I and like every time a new chapter drops, I um, quick, fast, in a hurry to um, read it. So yes, Magical Emperor, alternative name Devil Housekeeper. Check that out. It's amazing. It's real good. Won't go wrong. Let me know what you think. But um, I'll probably have to. Um, I'll probably have more to talk about later. As soon as I do, I'll let you guys know. Um, this has been Fun with Flame with your host, Daniel the Flame. And as always, I hope you had fun. Also, don't forget to check out my, um, me and my friends and our other podcast, uh, These Guys Productions, and um, that you can check out on any other place where podcasts can be heard and you can listen to us goof around and talk about other topics the way how I talk about topics and we just have a good old good old time all right thanks bye